I mean, until Gross Sam game. gets here, maybe we can... The ultimate question, I don't know if I want Waggers or if I want Pasta. Do you have a preference, Edward? Literally zero preference. I will fall in step with you. <laughs> Cocking name. <laughs> Hello, Samuel. Hello, Hello Sam. How are we all doing? Uh, pretty great. Look like an airline pilot. <laughs> this is your Samuel speaking. Boarding flight two seven one to Funtown, USA. <laughs> Straight we to Minnesota then. <laughs> if you can name me four fun things to do in Minnesota, I'll give you a cookie. Uh, Snowboard. Laugh ski. at Viking fans. Laugh at Vikings fans. Yeah, give them throw them. throw stones over the over the border at Wisconsin fans. <laughs> Wisconsin is anyone a fan of Wisconsin? Generally, <laughs> well, there's just... a there's a certain you know set of bastards. you go to you go to like a, a Packers game and <laughs> there's all the Packers fans and then just one guy that's like go team. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't seem like anyone's brains have switched on. So for all of our listeners, uh, you to... I was gonna kind of double fist my beer with a Red Bull. But Double fist. That's a, not a phrase that you want to be used into. It's a it's a well established phrase. Yeah, it uh, is. I but do, what it, I, that's not what it means. If I can't if I can't double fist after a long day at work, I don't know what I fucking can do. <laughs> eh? I'm terrified that you know this, Emma. I'm terrified that you don't think that this is some sort of just a just a generic beer drinking term. It's not. I'm, yeah, I know it's not. <laughs> I don't want you to know it's not. <laughs> Are you scared that, like, if I didn't learn it from you? <laughs> no, 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 no! Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. I am so glad you didn't learn it from me. I learned it by watching you. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just quickly uh, adding that quote to the uh, out of context quote sheet on my phone, Sam. <laughs> Oh, I thought you were just looking down to avert your eyes out of fear. And no, shame. no, I was doing something <laughs> far more productive than having any shame, which of which I have none. Um, so, I... James for nerds. Hello and welcome to Sniff Up a Lip, the NFL podcast by Brits, with me, Ed Wilkins. Me, Emma Hebron. Me, Sam Long. Me, Tom Chappell. Excellent. Lovely. Are we ready for some football? Open wide for some soccer, even though it's not soccer, it's football. <laughs> High passing, low scoring. Ties, you betcha. We broke it, Ed. It's, it's the divisionals. We have so much to be thankful for. <laughs> yeah. Apart from like Ariaga. Ariaga too. <laughs> Stop it. Because <laughs> you do the voice so accurately. Yeah. <laughs> what, what do we have to be grateful for, Sam? Um, well, I was going to say that we all have so much to be thankful for because, uh, you know, we're going to see football of such high quality this weekend. Right. 
now that all of our respective teams have been eliminated from this hunt. Yeah, that is a double-edged sword. Yeah. Yeah, now that we've all been eliminated, we get to watch some yeah. really good football. We yeah. really if we could get like a Chiefs fan. I do know a to... Chiefs fan. Well, I know, I know several. Oh, they're glory. Yeah, probably fans. a lot now. Yeah. Mm. I don't you know what? No, I one of them's actually from Kansas City. I'm gonna let I, him off. I don't oh, think I'd want a fan of a successful kind of franchise on this show. I all think right, it, bye then. it'd upset the balance. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> No, yeah, we mean I'm... we mean morally successful. <laughs> I mean, right, the, bye, the Steelers, the Steelers <laughs> in the last like what twenty years are only as successful as the Giants. You're right. The Giants are a lot more successful than a lot of teams in the NFL over the last exactly. two decades. Uh, Hello. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we won't. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately. None of these teams we've just mentioned are going to be here this weekend. <laughs> so let's talk about the good one. Yeah, we're down to um, our final eight. Yeah. So Jacksonville, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we could we could kind of do like a little bit of a news summary if you want. No, leave that for the tail end. Hit hit the people um, where they want it. What in the mouth? In the jaw. <laughs> that was just a single fist from Sam. That time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm. Right. Okay, um, what game is Swan first? Because aren't it they is, all uh, are they staggered again? Rams, so we get to watch yes. them all. Rams oh, Packers on first. Um, that's probably the worst game of the lot. Come on, Rams! Um, mm-hmm. Only because of the involvement of the LA Rams. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm sick of boring teams in the NFL, and I'm especially yeah. sick of seeing them in the playoffs. I want the Rams officially booted. Yeah, they are Get banned in. every game that well, they involve. Oh, no. Crowd. no, 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 no. The defense is fantastic Speaking of, to watch. You know, the other half of yeah of the rivalry of Packers Bears. I definitely want the Packers to be eviscerated by whoever. I yeah. don't really care whoever. I it is feel I don't know. It feels a bit weird, like the Vikings or the Bears, like you know. It feels like trying to force a rivalry where there is none. You do because... realize that the Packers I know there rivalry this... yeah. is the oldest rivalry in the NFL. But like, it's not competitive. How? Do... Well, it certainly we hasn't have been. been this whole time. Mm. The Packers Bears rivalry is a big deal. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do some research. I'll be right back. Yeah, I just want you know Jared Goff to pull his surgically repaired thumb out of his ass and like start playing like a QB. Do you know who? Uh, do you know who the backup is now that John Wolford's officially been ruled out? Blake, Blake. playoff Bortles. Bortles. <laughs> Did you know that over the last uh, over the last five years, Blake Bortles has had more playoff wins than Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson, Ben Roethlisberger. Blake Bortles has two playoff wins since 2017. That mm-hmm. is disgusting. And he's thrown more touchdowns than Messi. <laughs> <laughs> that Bears Packers rivalry, I will give it to you, is a lot more like yeah. competitive than I thought it was. 99. They've won 99 games. We've won 95. Yeah, they've made. Did you not remember yeah. like when it kicked off the season a year in a year and a bit ago? And <laughs> yes, he doesn't remember that. Well, yeah, of course. He doesn't. <laughs> yeah. Did it, this this season is the first time I have watched. A football yeah. game that wasn't the Super Bowl in more than ten minutes worth of highlights. <laughs> See, I can understand. I can understand why, given that you'd think that the Vikings Packers rivalry is less so, and it, it certainly is less storied than the Bears Packers rivalry because it's more like 
an older brother like telling a little brother to stop hitting himself. Yeah, like, that's really <laughs> what the rivalry is. <laughs> Just sort of boils down to which team does Brett Favre want to play for now? <laughs> I could do a job in Chicago. I'll tell you that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I'm. You know, it'll be cool to watch like Jalen Ramsey, Devontae Adams bashing heads. But beyond that, I'm I'm really not excited for for anything like in terms of the Rams offense. I mean, I, yeah, the, the, I, what I want to see is like Aaron Donald like make Aaron Rodgers into a pretzel. Like it's the Aaron off. Yeah. <laughs> see, as a fan of people who uh, play football quite good as a quarterback, Aaron Rodgers <laughs> is having yeah. statistically the best season since 2000. And yeah, I've done wanna... the statistical research into this. He's been the best quarterback since the year 2000 for the second year in his career. And I'm happy to see Aaron Rodgers yeah, make against, it deep. I'd, I don't want to see the Rams get any further in this. Like, obviously they're, you know, a defensive titan, but it's just... I don't want to see the Packers get any further. Yeah, but I'm the Packers, the, the, Packers like, the Packers are fun. The Rams yeah, will be playing play so much a, more The Rams will be playing football. in a 9-7 Super Bowl and we'll all be sat there bored out of our fucking minds trying to watch it on a live stream well, being like, let's oh, oh it, well, it's time cannot. for another stop on third down. Oh, great. Let's give, an, <laughs> Thanks. let's give an equivalence then. Tom, do you want to watch Baltimore or the Browns in the Super Bowl? Well, I'd, I mean, in fairness, <laughs> like both of them will be fun. They're both going to be playing fun playoff games this weekend. I will enjoy both of their games. I will not enjoy the Rams in any yeah. further game. If it's only okay, so say it was like there was no option for the for the Ravens to be in the Super Bowl, but it was an option for the Browns to be in the Super Bowl. Would you I, not root for anyone but them? Well, I'd sort of be rooting against them, but at the same time it'd at least be a fun game. Like if the Browns had played like absolute dog shit for an entire season, then perhaps Maybe I'd be like, well, I don't want to see anything I mean, of them. Kind of did. Well, they did, but like they also happened to have <laughs> I, a little bit of I spark. That. Whereas the Rams were just bland throughout the entire yeah. year. Yeah, I'm. I'm completely. They were bland, but my soul just can't allow for. But surely you can, like, you can, can want the Rams to why... win. Yeah, I can appreciate but... why someone without my issues with the Packers would want the Packers to win, but yeah, me I'm myself physically would hate it with every fibre of my being. They're just so good. And the, it's so much more fun to watch than a team just kind of strangling another on defence and putting up like the absolute minimum number of points. Yeah. Do you know what I'd I say think the Rams are probably the worst team left. Do you know what I think would be oh, without like, a the, shadow of a doubt. The yeah. biggest nightmare is that we have potentially got ourselves like either the reigning MVP or last year's Super Bowl MVP from the AFC. And if it comes down to either one of those and it's not against Tom Brady and a new team, Drew Brees in potentially his final season ever, and Aaron Rodgers playing the best football of any quarterback's life, I would much rather see any of those three against either of those two guys than yeah. Jared Goff's dislocated thumb <laughs> trying to throw a three-yard pass to fucking Cam Akers out of the out of the backfield. I don't want to see it. I want yeah. absolutely no more to do with the Rams this year. But do you, I, I, and I hear you. And certainly, football would win if the 
if the Packers would won, football would be the winner. But do you not think there's a, however good the two teams are, do you not think there's a small chance that Sean McVay is going to know exactly how to beat his old protege, Matt LaFleur? Yeah, and that's what scares me. I don't want anything to do with the Rams <laughs> any further forwards. I want football to prevail and I don't want to see another fucking bore fest where Gronkowski is going to try and like make the only offensive player the entire Super Bowl. Because we got that two years ago and it was boring. That's disgusting. Yeah. You know, I really don't like the Rams. I just, I genuinely don't. I don't like their colours. I don't like yeah, much about them at all. Yeah, off-grey. Yeah, it's horrible. The, the, the blue and yellow I don't mind as much. Yeah, I like the blue and yellow, but the, yeah. the it's it's like the, the cheapness of the of the logo here. Yeah. Yeah. It's like sewn on by probably yeah. some poor I don't like the, the Beirut. Way their numbers either. I don't like it. Mm-hmm. Sewn on by Jared Goff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, how he, he just <laughs> everyone else gets theirs like done properly, and he, he just gets a blank one from the team store. <laughs> <laughs> Mom, how do you spell golf? No, that's, like... that's what happened to his fucking phone. Like, ow, <laughs> ow, ow. Honestly, there they are like the sort of the prom dress of the NFL, aren't they? Yeah. <laughs> what that means? It just means they're really like cheaply made. Like they look so like plasticky. They're a old. new look special. <laughs> <laughs> Claire's accessories. <laughs> See, how can you want a? Oh. A team like, like, but even even as a team, like, uh, I don't want Stan Kroenke to ever have any success either. Can I just make a a point about how I hate everything to do with the Rams organization, Uh, specifically Stan Kroenke, the owner? You mean you don't like the Denver Nuggets? (laughs) (laughs) No, I don't like the Denver Nuggets (laughs) for the same reasons. Okay. the rounds i'm just rooting against the packers which yeah i'm firmly in that camp as well. i have to do it's... i understand that um but i think if the rams do win and i hope to god they don't it'll be a horrible game of football oh yeah i think it might be a horrible game of football anyway yeah i'd rather get the horrible game um, out of football out of the way now and not have to yeah. see a saints rams game in in <laughs> like a week's time i don't know a rematch of saints rams yeah, but that was like when Todd Gurley was actually doing stuff. Yeah, but there was Todd. some offense in that game. Well, yeah. true, true, true. It'd be great to piss by all the Saints fans. Don't get me wrong, but at the same time, like <laughs> that's what I mean. Yeah, but God, look at the the, the vigor in his eyes. <laughs> if there was some way for the Saints and Packers to both knock each other out, then that would be like the end of Rocky Three. That would be <laughs> that would be the optimum for me. I think it would be the only time I rooted for the Saints if they played the Packers. <laughs> I, I honestly have a serious dilemma where I don't know who I hate more. <laughs> I I, I think this I gonna Sam, me and you were on the same side. Don't worry here. Is this going to come, like, with time being a fan of a football team? Like, am I going to develop a, a... I think for you, if it's anyone, it'll be the Cowboys. Yeah, you'll probably end up hating the Cowboys when they get their shit together. But they I won't don't... for a while, but... <laughs> I don't know. I think Maybe I just have... The NFC East is not competitive at all, so you don't really have, like, hey, a rival at any point. Was we the are... NFC North really competitive this year? 
And yeah, the the NFC East was competitive because they were all shit. Yeah, we were. It was a fucking four <laughs> race until week sixty. <laughs> Can we right, move on? Okay, yeah, please. Okay. Um, the next one, uh, I think the next game on after that is Ravens Bills, isn't it? I said please, like I didn't totally derail the conversation. <laughs> you just, you just don't want to get riled up about the Packers anymore. That one's yeah. exciting. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm very excited for this game. Yeah, I desperately want the Bills to win because I love them. I wouldn't, be, I wouldn't be that sad if the Ravens won, but I just, I just want to see Buffalo. I want the Bills to win as well. Actually, yeah, I mean, it's just for the city of Buffalo. I really like the Bills. I like Bills Mafia. I like Josh Allen having a stellar year. I like Sean McDermott. I think it's less about disliking the Ravens. I just like the Bills. I'd, I wouldn't be mad either way if the Ravens ended up making it through. Then we've got a fun AFC Championship yeah. game. I mean, they they looked really they looked so good against the Titans, like yeah. like the Ravens team that I've been waiting to see for like seventeen weeks. weeks. Yeah, yeah. well, yeah, <laughs> since the shit that rocked the world, like they haven't like they haven't had a bad quarter since that point. Mm. Yeah, um, yeah. There's not really anything else to add, really. Just like, what time right. is this on? Has either got anyone out? I, uh, I don't one important anyone... thing. Nope. One important thing to note is that um, these these two QBs were drafted in the same class. Ah, uh, that's, is that's this an interesting thought. Twenty seventeen. Mm-hmm. Yep. In fact, that's, oh, that's and, the class that Baker. Baker. Yeah. yeah. Did you know that uh, one interesting stat is that Baker Mayfield is the now oldest quarterback left in the AFC playoffs at the age of twenty five. I think. <laughs> I think that's... I think my Zoom shit the bed again. It oh. has. You're, you're sort of stuck, but if you, yeah, we can still hear you, and it's a p- completely audible thing anyway. So you don't, you don't mm-hmm. have to worry. It is a less flattering picture than before, though. If that changes anything, yeah. <laughs> I look so smarmy. <laughs> you're like worm tongue. Oh, I just did it. <laughs> I just did a, a physical impression of worm tongue that I then realised you couldn't see. <laughs> And now we know how the listeners feel. <laughs> um, oh come on, right. Yeah, I mean, I so, suppose in like a in a weird way, if the you know, like if the Ravens and Browns or the Packers do well, then it's you're kind of like, well, at least is, we lost to a good team. This is so great. I'm sorry, I'm struggling to get my head around this. I'm sorry, I'm to derail your point. But the four AFC QBs are under the age of twenty-five. Yeah. And three of the four RNFC QBs are over the age of 36. <laughs> two of them are over the age of 40. It's going to be the first playoff game where two quarterbacks are over the age of 40 will meet up. Jesus Christ. Yep. D- awful. And the other one is just shit. So, you know, we've got... Yeah, I mean, <laughs> perhaps that is... Perhaps that's the reason why the NFC was so much worse than the AFC this year. Well, because everyone's old and decrepit and a bit ancient now. Yeah. I know the AFC had Philip Rivers, but aside from that, like... <laughs> the AFC did also have Ben Roethlisberger, who, oh. was, who was 38. Nah, we don't talk about him. Oh, Sam's decided that he's going to restart. <laughs> Do we have anything more to say, Ravens Bills? Might have been talking and we couldn't hear him. Um, Not really. I mean, it's going to be an interesting battle of, like, will Greg Roman's offense or Sean McDermott's, and I forget the Bills offensive coordinator's name. 
Yeah, me too. Brian Dable. Brian Dable, that's the one. Yeah. Um it's gonna be it's gonna be an interesting matchup because those two have have really turned these two teams around uh, over the last two years. Obviously Baltimore had one of the most exciting offences last year. The Bills probably have one of the most exciting this year. Uh yeah. I don't really have anything else to add aside from coaches. Do you have anything else? Just that I'm it's probably one of the ones that I'm more interested to watch. Yeah. I mean obviously interested in the outcome of all of them, but um yeah, that one's I'm really I think it's gonna be a really good game. Yeah, I'm gonna put it out here that Packers Rams will be the only damp squib of an entire uh, of a playoff game this weekend, and the the other three will be good. Take me up on that one. Um, just one more question, because this game is in uh, Buffalo, isn't it? Yes. What's the weather? What's the weather? Because that could be a an interesting mm. question. Because obviously Buffalo, it can get a bit can get a bit dicey. Because if there's one thing we what we've been missing from these playoffs so far, it's like a weather game. No, we want a snow. Wait, day. is it on Saturday or Sunday? I think it's Saturday. Oh, if it's on Saturday, then it's it's cloudy all day. But Sunday, it's snowy. Oh, come on, NFL! In fact, it's actually it's snowing Sunday. all week. Oh, it's Sunday at one a.m. for us though. So it's Saturday. yeah, that'll be Saturday at like nine p.m. Okay, because thankfully, because there's a. Uh, plenty of games still to come they've spread them out over the course of the weekend again and it means that we can watch all four and I have an actual afternoon for the first time all year (laughs) brilliant well we might get a good um, weather game at Arrowhead that's what I was just wondering that one's Sunday at 8 so that one's Sunday Tom is on it. You can see it. There's so much passion in his eyes right now. Oh, it's snowing right now, but it'll be clear by Sunday. <laughs> no! <laughs> what about what about Green Bay? <laughs> Green Bay tomorrow. It's snowing on Saturday. Yes! yes! We've got a weather game! That makes that game interesting now. So oh. Will it will be the least interesting, or will we just... It might be that we start watching it and then five minutes in, we're like, yeah, I'm over it now. No, snow games like retain magic all the way through, I've found, <laughs> even if it's a even blowout. If, even if it's the Rams. Yeah. yeah. There's something about like an LA team going up to Green Bay and playing in the snow that just <laughs> makes just makes yeah. my heart happy. That's true. <laughs> you get to watch Jared Goff. Oh. Out. <laughs> It'd be... I'd, I'm genuinely saying put Blake Bortles in. Fuck it. Can I, can I tell you an amazing fact about Jared Goff? Go for it. Um, did, did you know that before uh, before his first season in the NFL, he'd never quarterbacked in snow? He'd really? never. Yeah, I, th- I think he'd only played like four games outside of California. Oh. <laughs> well, that's going to be a Green Bay win that's, then. That's going to go great. <laughs> um. All right, so what's the next one then? Is it Chiefs Browns? Chiefs Browns, Chiefs, Rowans. Chiefs Browns. Yep, Chiefs Browns. What are our thoughts? Uh, this is going to be again an interesting one. Like I say, in the AFC, it's it's a lot of up and comers. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, the Browns are going to come out, and we're all going to be like, "Oh, okay, that was a big fluke." The it depends. Or if the Browns will come out and we're like, oh, hell, this is a 
this is competitive. It and depends on the Super Bowl that's like Tom's biggest rivals and ours. I think Tom thinks it depends. <laughs> it's it's whether or not Chris Jones and Frank Clark actually get going in the run defense game because the Chiefs don't have any linebackers. Just straight up, their linebacking core is atrocious. They need the D line to be a, a factor in the run game. Yeah. Up against Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, obviously Kareem Hunt, ex Chief, best woman kicker in uh, in Kansas City, that's for sure. Bastard, absolute bastard. Um. He's going back to Kansas City, and it's going to be interesting to see whether or not any of them can actually stop. There you go. Hello, Sam. Um, I think, obviously, the Chiefs having the ability to rack up score in the passing game is going to be interesting, but it's just it's whether or not they can actually really defend the aerial threat. Yeah. I like that Sam is wearing a shirt that says the only dungeons are in the mine as he's just had to really persevere to get back onto this call. Well, the, only the darkest dungeons are in the mine. Oh, okay. <laughs> Technology yeah. itself is also another dungeon. Yeah, minor mm-hmm. dungeons abound. Um, um, I think you're right though, Tom. We're just talking about Chief's Ground, Sam. Have you Where ever... Um... Have you guys ever heard of? I, I don't. I don't know. It's got a name, but I can't remember. But it's regarded as one of the best college football games in recent memory, and it's Texas Tech versus Texas A and M. Is this the one that Mayfield and Mahomes slung yeah. it for like thirteen hundred yards and twelve yeah. touchdowns? And you look at Baker Mayfield's star-studded roster, and then you look at who Texas Tech actually brought into the NFL, and it's just Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but yeah. So I want to see. If any game, normally I like a a decent amount of scoring, but some like solid run game, all that sort of thing. This game, I just want them both to pass on each other for like thousands oh, yeah. of yards. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm looking at for too. Yeah, I think this will be a lot more competitive than I've seen people make out. So, would you like a little run through of who played in that game for uh, for both teams, just so that I can exactly point it out? So for Oklahoma uh, Sooners, it was Baker Mayfield, the quarterback, threw for four, uh, 554 yards and seven touchdowns. He had Joe Mixon rush for 263 yards. Um, he also had uh, Mark Andrews on his receiving core. And for Texas Tech, it was Patrick Mahomes for 734 yards and five touchdowns. <laughs> I Please, please tell me if you know the names... Jonathan Giles, Cameron Batson, Kiki Kuti, or uh, Ian Sadler. No. I've heard of the middle two because they've both turned up on like wide receiver five on the Texans. But like aside from exactly, that's that's who we got for uh, for Texas Tech receiving in that game. Oh, Patrick Mahomes like also that. led the uh, Texas Tech rushing effort. Um, with 85 yards on the ground and two touchdowns. It's, it's widely regarded as the greatest single-game performance by a college QB. Like, I'll, ever. A yeah. college stats just like that. Like, yeah. With... Uh, well, there's a, there's a bit more inflated, I'm guessing. There's usually, like, four defenders at most that will ever make it any further than, like, <laughs> high school. Um, 
for like each team and then at like college they just sort of have a bunch of guys that probably won't ever do anything <laughs> like there is never a defender playing in in like college games it's a completely different ball game it's the reason why johnny manzel uh ended up in that in that yeah. position but but saying that those numbers are still enormous even for a college game yeah <laughs> you'll you'll not find too many other games uh Fun thing as well, do you know uh, Austin Seibert, the uh, ex-Browns kicker? I do know Austin Seibert, the ex-Browns kicker. He was the uh, Oklahoma Sooners punter and kicker that day. Oh. So there you uh, go. The, the Oklahoma what? Sooners. That's what so their Sooner name. State, Sam. That's what their name was. Nobody knows what that means either. We can. I can go into the, some of the other great... Sooner than what? Some of the other great um, college... I don't know what the word is. The, names. The, yeah, the Save things that they are. There's How the bit... about we save that for an extra special bonus episode? Okay. <laughs> well, we could do that like before the draft and just talk entirely about stupid college football things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll just I'll just throw this one out there. I think I might have discussed this on the podcast, but I'm not sure Sam was there. Sam, the TCU Horned Frogs. I know. I I have heard of the Horned Frogs. I think. <laughs> Right, where are we? Um, anything more to discuss about this game? Um, just how fun it will be. It's yeah. it's shit that it's not snowing in Arrowhead, but yeah, it will yeah. be it will be fun. I, I was like... yeah, I felt greatly encouraged watching Baker, um, last week. Like he was getting the ball out so quickly, and I don't know whether that'll still be the case with. The Chiefs. Case are an entirely different beast. He won't yeah, have to like he's had to do less, that. Yeah, there's a you know a lot less pass rush, mm. but just that they were able to kind of work that into their kind of game plan. You know, after a season where he hadn't, you know, he'd been keeping the ball for a little bit too long. You know, that, I, um, yeah, that was. I think it speaks a lot to Fansky and like, like what he's doing for the team. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's able to go to this one as well, so that's yeah. good. <laughs> he's he's out of the basement. Yeah, Kevin has been released. Can you send me down another plate of pizza roll? <laughs> Although you know it works quite well for him, maybe you should consider it. You know, what staying in the basement? Well, I mean, he was able to work from home, and he had he's got a hundred percent success rate. Work from home. Don't have to wear pants. It's actually pizza rolls. Pizza rolls, yeah. I think, yeah. I think he's. I think he's onto something. Yeah, you think you can get pizza rolls at Heinz Field? Get out. Tom, you've been. No pizza rolls, unfortunately, but you can get a great hot dog. I I feel like if a a Steelers player was like, you know, I need me some pizza rolls. They would install facilities to to acquiesce to that request. Yeah, I think that the only problem is is I'm not going to lie, pizza rolls are a bit overrated. You think a pocket of of yes dough encasing a cheesy tomatoey maybe pepperoni? We, we, we nice. don't know. But I do worry about that because I feel like that's a lot of dough to everything else. Rachel, no, a relatively like thin. It's not like a it's... dough ball. It's not the it's dough. Like a... It's the heat. 
the the temperature inside of one of those pizza rolls is astronomical because you've got boiling hot tomato sauce and then you just compact it with cheese which as we all know will melt the surface off of the sun if it has to yeah do you the sun's not actually that hot are there any other foods that you just take immediately from the oven and place into your open more or is it just well no but like you can't how long are you gonna let a pizza roll like sit for until as the dough on the outside meat? until on the until the dough on the outside yeah. gets cool. You could you could slice it in half like a sort of gourmet scotch egg. But then what's the point in that? Just have a pizza. You wait ten minutes, give one a little nibble, see how hot it is. Let it burn your mouth and your taste buds off, and then you can't taste the rest of them. Great, perfect. I won't I won't have this. I've never had a pizza roll. I don't I don't can't bother. expect that you would have. Don't bother. I like pizza though. Pizza's good, yeah. It's just nice. It's it's a nice little nice little snack. It's not like a you know I don't have to make a pizza. You know you can just bang some rolls in and you're in uh, Flavor Town. I don't have to get rid of that polystyrene cylinder. <laughs> hey, when when some fucking turtle is choking down some uh, like polystyrene pizza bottoms, <laughs> you won't be looking at me. I don't think I've ever heard anyone advocate for pizza rolls as saving Over the turtles. Over pizza. <laughs> <laughs> Save the turtles, eat pizza rolls. When, when you, you realise what you've fucking done, pearly yeah. gates and St. Peter's like, oh, ah, oh, lived a very wholesome life. Um, 682 separate marine lives ended by your <laughs> unending thirst for pizza. You do. You are taking an anti-pizza stance. Is that something you really want to be? If uh, hey, if you want to make some pizza, if what you if want like to... us, the pizza you get now comes on a cardboard tray? Well, cardboard's all fine. You can recycle, but the polystyrene bottoms, no, no. <laughs> well, why don't? Or how about like, just don't buy the one with the polystyrene one. Just do what Ed and Emma have just said and get the cardboard one. <laughs> It only oh, takes man. like fifteen minutes really to cook. Hey, think you're really impatient. What about think the, the little thing? sea urchins, Tom. Like, Sam's the one. Sam's the one that has to fix these fix these animal maladies. Yeah. Hey. Many, what? Sorry, I didn't realize that he was also a marine biologist. Yeah, he's got to fix. You know, a platypus with a gammy Sam, flipper. <laughs> Sam Greenpeace <laughs> Longdon. <laughs> I've had to get fucking ring pulled out of a dog before that's metal that's gross it's and still it's still waste <laughs> no like the not the like ring pull what's the oh the plastic things that hold them together a six pack yes. thing oh jesus christ okay, how big was the, the dog that's it was a german shepherd like hot glued now bit of a drinker <laughs> anyway <laughs> 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 Um, another game. The final game. Because we're almost done. Yeah. That's oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's the final game. Mm-hmm. It's the old man ball. As I mentioned, <laughs> the first time in NFL history that two quarterbacks over the age of 40 have ever met up in the playoffs. Um, mm. Tom I mean, Brady versus Drew Brees. That, that Tom's got the... Uh, and by Tom, I mean Brady. In this, yeah. It's, it's <laughs> <laughs> it's impressive that, that Tom's got the bucks to this point. 
know, because yeah. it wasn't looking like I mean, it. All the way from Sheffield, it, it's a gargantuan task. But It's impressive <laughs> the way that he's managed to get a team with Chris Godwin, Mike Evans, Antonio Brown, Rob Gronkowski, Cameron Bray, <laughs> Ronald Jones, Leonard Fournette, into the playoffs. What's that all about? <laughs> oh, we've lost you again, Sam. <laughs> yet though with all of that talent maybe it's not impressive seeing as they're still not that good I mean they they had to nearly come back against Taylor Heineke who was playing his first NFL playoff game of all time and second NFL start of his entire career like great job yeah. <laughs> you have Colton yeah, Davis over at cornerback you've got like last year's sack leader talk about it the less impressive it sounds actually if anything they should have done better they've got Levante David they've got Devin White they would have had Vita Vea they had Vita Vea for half of the season (laughs) this is maybe the most talent rich team in the NFL they also had one of the best rookie uh, outside offensive tackles Uh, Scotty Miller lest we forget Scotty Miller played great they also happened to have had the argument for you know how like some teams are greater than the sum of their parts? You like yeah. put them on yeah. paper and you're like, oh, you shouldn't be this good, but you are this good. Yeah. I think the the Bucks this year are probably the opposite of that. They're just a bunch of parts that yeah. hoped that together it would work out and they'd be a car and they're not. Well, I, I just feel at this point like the Bucks feel to me right now, because they're not they're not gonna win. As as sad as it is, they're not gonna win. Not sad. Well, they did beat yeah. the Saints though earlier on in the year. Right? Yeah, but I mean, I mean, they're not going to win the Super Bowl, or it's oh, unlikely no. they're going to win. It's going to be like, like seventy Sierra Leone when the white men realise there's diamonds there, and like the whole team is going to be cannibalised. What do you mean, the white men? <laughs> <laughs> this is the first mention of nineteen seventy Sierra Leone's diamond mines, like <laughs> ever it's mentioned, really, isn't it? Because like, who doesn't like a match of football? Surprised <laughs> we made it two seasons without Sierra Leone coming up. <laughs> All right, I realised I made a niche reference. You know, it's not niche. This is weird. All right, <laughs> I realised I made a weird reference. What I am going to point out is that uh, this game earlier on in the year gave us my favourite bit of foreign commentary that I've ever heard, which was the two Germans laughing about Tom Brady saying uh, "fuck" live on on oh, yeah. air. Which I did edit into the show back in... You did. Can Um, we get it again? We'll get it again. I've still got the clip saved to my computer. Let's go, Sam. Editing notes. Put in that clip that I put alongside this master in recording. Thank you. Oh, so can I command it? Because it's normally just... Before it was people commanding that of me and I never got to tell someone that they had to edit something complicated that they didn't want to do. It's all right, this one. I did all all of the hard work (laughs) for this one, so it should be easy. Oh, but um, I want the Bucks to win this one. Yeah, me too. Um, but yeah, I don't think they're gonna win like the Super Bowl or anything. Not only do I want the Bucks to win, I want them to win in like heartbreaking circumstances for the Saints to just keep that tradition alive. I mean, it, we've not had it yet. The Saints haven't lost in a heartbreaking manner yet, so well, what's it's got to come sometime. Like an. Just absolute demolition, or like a snatch at the last second. Snatch at the last second with some kind yeah. of ref ball involved. Yeah, you know the Minneapolis miracle, the Nickel Roby Coleman hit, then the Cal Rudolph touchdown. 
It's a it's yeah. a consistent thing for the Saints. We really. yeah, we need like Shaq Barrett to like break Drew Brees's collarbone. No, this is like this drawing is a hail really mary or something. Some like really contentious holding calls. The thing well, is though, I, I I've really got to say, like at the same time, like Alvin Kamara has been fantastic this year. I kind of want him to at least have a NFC Championship appearance and probably I'd prefer him to be in the Super Bowl. Like, Alvin Kamara having an absolutely ridiculous season versus Aaron Rodgers having an absolutely ridiculous season is the ideal NFC Championship game to me. If Alvin Kamara, I mean, I am bitter about this, so take this with a pinch of salt, but if he hadn't have scored six touchdowns against Minnesota, we wouldn't be talking about how great Alvin Kamara's season was. I mean, we probably would have been doing, because he, he was, in fact, great throughout the season. He just happens to have also had, you know, the joint most amount of touchdowns scored He's a running back, ground. and this is his first 1,000-yard season. Yeah, but that doesn't mean that it's not been a great season. No. Admittedly, I just don't like Alvin Kamara. I think I think I'm. I don't even think I have much against Alvin Kamara. I just don't like the colours that he lives in. Please. I don't, I also... And 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 for another tired uh, for another tired explanation of some. Uh, really gonna need to um just I am... clarify that you don't mean his skin colour. You mean like what he's saying. No, I don't mean Alvin Kamara's skin colour. Does not immediately suggest uniform. Ed, if you want to make more uh, things that you've said before on, on the podcast and that we've heard before, do you want to talk yeah. about Tom Brady getting pressure up the middle? <laughs> <laughs> we can talk about it if you want, because it's the most... Patriot, <laughs> <laughs> No, Tom, Tom knows this infuriates me, because the analysis on Tom Brady is always, oh, if you pressure him up the middle, like that's not true of any other quarterback in the NFL. <laughs> It grinds my gears no end because it's the most fucking stupid. Oh, why did you do this to me, Tom? I get so mad about it. It's like when people like they're like, oh, they should try and get a sack here. Yeah, they should be trying always. Yeah, it annoys me as much as when people. You can't take a sack here. You don't take one anywhere. Yeah, when when people are watching golf and he's like it's time to come back perfectly it's like there's no concept of a comeback in golf <laughs> you're trying to do it you're trying to do as well you can on every hole why are you talking about a comeback also, <laughs> Honestly, anyone would say i'm gonna perform kind of badly these holes and then i'm gonna yeah. perfectly time it that when i start playing well here you don't win games if you don't score uh, points slash goals is another good one. Michael Owen always talks about how he, you don't win games if you don't outscore the opposition. That always makes me laugh because, oh. of course, you don't win games if you don't outscore the opposition. That is the point. But the, the best one, the best call from Michael Owen has to be when he's like, um, <laughs> we called it a goal seven minutes from time, a last minute goal. <laughs> That's the one that got me the most. <laughs> Have you ever seen Michael Owen's uh, Dubai? Air Dubai, Ad- yeah. yes. <laughs> it's, it's quite possibly my favourite horrendous video on the entire internet. He, he may be the least charismatic man in the whole world. <laughs> <laughs> so, the, the, the 60-year-old bloke who's committed to being an emo, I reckon I'd rather see on my TV talking about <laughs> football more than Michael Owen, ex-England striker. <laughs> 
Oh, yeah. No, Emma knows me well enough to know. I, she'll be able to tell you this straight off the bat. The only thing that peeves me more than people saying that Tom Brady needs pressure up the middle people is... People food sexy. Yes, that's the correct answer. <laughs> <laughs> he hates oh. it so much. He has been known, if I'm watching like a cooking contest, and someone goes, oh, that's a sexy plate of food, he will just get up and leave. What's wrong with what's wrong with people using like sexy or peng is quite a, a consistent one nowadays among the youths. Yeah, well f- fortunately I'd never watched anything where someone's actually used peng as an adjective. But like <laughs> I mean it's only an adjective. There's there's something so horrible about watching Greg Wallace like look at a shrimp and go, Oh, it's a sexy shrimp. <laughs> Like this <laughs> fucking grim. Greg Wallace is the man with the least sex appeal and simultaneously the most at the same time. You I find was... Greg Wallace sexy? No, I just think that he's got. <laughs> I just think that he's got some sex appeal. There's a lot of people out there that quite like a, a stocky, bald bloke who knows his food. Uh, well, <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Yeah, who this am is... I really to hate on those people? Like... <laughs> oh, amazing! Um, we watched one episode of like Master Chef together, where they were talking about making comfort food. Oh yeah, <laughs> and irrationally made, angry. Go on. It made me so mad because yeah, they were in Norway and they were talking about comfort food, and um, they asked them what that was. The challenge was that they all had to make comfort food and then yeah. like at the same time as they were cooking they had this vt going like interspersed where like greg wallace was with this chef eating what, what he thought was like comfort food yeah food. i can even do my impressions if you want that much <laughs> so he turns to john Tarot and he goes this is the ultimate comfort food john and then <laughs> and then john goes it's grated reindeer heart <laughs> <laughs> They put, got some like off milk and made it into this weird, like kind of mouldy but edible yogurt. And then they <laughs> the fermented heart of a reindeer over the top of it, like chocolate sprinkles. And then Greg's like, This is the ultimate comfort food. And I was like, Fuck right off. <laughs> Do you know what the ultimate comfort food is? It's leftover Yorkshire puddings with a bit of jam on it. That's mine. <laughs> Not fucking grated reindeer heart. Oh, God. The cat is mowing at me so badly. Are you guys able to talk He's amongst yourselves for a couple minutes? That's more than is. fine, yeah. Yeah. Do we have anything else to really mention about... About football? Or just ab- like... Well, I mean, we're, we're down to the final game of the episode, and yeah. we are only 51 minutes in, yeah. and it doesn't feel right if we don't have at least an hour and 20 minutes of recording. To condense to an hour and 20 minutes. You know? I mean, well, we've got all the, like, hiring and firing that we can cover. Every day, one man must sit (laughs) on the floor in some pillows next to a floating rail in his bed, while his colleagues sit on a comfy bed (laughs) with appropriate seating for just £200 (laughs) in total. We can get this man a chair and a table so that he can podcast in comfort and not need to stretch his groin every week. Please, please pledge as much as you can 
or as much as you really want to, to this poverty-stricken boy and help him afford a table and chair. Please go to http colon forward slash forward slash www.stiffupperlippod.com forward slash the cleft chinchilla appeal appeal. Thank you and please donate what you can to this unfortunate boy. Thank you. This has been a message brought to you by the Cleft Chinchilla Appeal Appeal Foundation. If you would like to know more, please visit our website. Thank you. The hirings and firings. Everyone loves contributions. Yeah. Catholic Church. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. I, mean, I, I assume top of the list would be Robert Sala to the to the Jets. Yep. I am very happy about this because yeah. There were a lot of Lions fans that were starting to try and get a little bit of hope, saying <laughs> Robert Salary is going to come back to Michigan. He's from his local boy, and now and now they're back in the mud where they belong. I'm sorry, Lions. <laughs> yeah. You've well, always been irrelevant. Is he taking the offensive coach? Uh, yeah, it's the he's... quarterbacks coach. Quarterbacks Matt, coach Matt Lafleur, not that Matt Lafleur, but the other one. <laughs> I thought, is it not Mike LaFleur? No, it's Matt LaFleur. Is it? Yeah. There's two Matt LaFleurs in the NFL. There is. Um, Actually, it probably won't be, because it'll be like one, the one that's doing well. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I, I think this is nothing but good for everyone. Yeah. I think, you know, the, the Jets have struggled for so long, and this is like just a, a little glimmer of hope through the clouds. I'd be interested to see whether this means, you know, I assume Sam Darnold's getting traded, like, this offseason. I think because Adam Douglas, no, Joe Douglas is still there, yeah. I think that that means that it's still in the up in the air as to whether Sam Darnold's traded. Yeah. Certainly they've got the draft capital to be able to get a guy. Yeah. But they might, they might decide to give him, you know, yeah. a little bit more rope. Yeah, I mean, I kind of hope that they would. Like, Salah is naturally defence forward as well, because obviously he's a DC. Mm. So you have to think that that will be the side they'll focus on first. Yeah. It is. It's Mike LaFleur. Mike? It's Mike LaFleur. Why have I been seeing Matt oh, everywhere? You've, you've made us look a fool. Oh. He's Not Matt LaFleur's younger brother. <laughs> really? <laughs> Not that weird. Oh. <laughs> There's a whole garden of them. <laughs> well, some better plants than others, clearly. <laughs> I I'm so excited for the Jets. I mean, what, it's a really good hire. Jets and removed from the Lions. Yeah, the the, the, the natural order of things. <laughs> what, I, what I was going to say though is, if there's one thing that has really been a plus for the Jets this year, it's that interior defensive line. And that's what yeah. That's what Bob Salah I'm gonna be calling him Bob from now on. That's what Bob Salah was really Don't good call at. Call him Bob Salah. B O B. Not again. Tom, <laughs> Tom, will you join me will you join me calling him Bob Salah? No. no. I like Robert Salah. Yeah, Bob is no misnomer to dislike. Yeah, it has a it has a nice kind of swing to it. I feel like you're trying to whitewash him. He is the first 
It's the, it's the first. That's what it is. It is. Robert. Yeah, but no, but calling him Bob makes him unequivocally more white. I think Robert is more white. Bobby maybe would be less. Bobby might be less white, but I think Bob... we're entering sketchy territory. And <laughs> we should stay clear of these waters. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you take us here and are now eager to turn us away? <laughs> oh, I, well, that's what I he does. Know. He leads us around I, places. I jumped on the bandwagon. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to cancel Ed. Oh, I understand. <laughs> um, yeah, for the. For the editor, Sam, at that point, can you put in the sad music from Charlie Brown? <laughs> I've never seen Charlie Brown. Is it the sad trombone? I can um, get Hannah to make a sad trombone noise. Oh, even better. Oh. Even better. Oh, I'd have to record it and then I'd have to put it in. That's well, then, the sad Charlie Brown. It's all. now on audio. Tom, it's the sad music. It. I can just cut that out. It's the sad music, Tom, you know, from Arrested Development, where they, they do the like the. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh god. Um right. who else is this talk about? Um there is Pagano's retired. Yeah, Chuck Pagano yeah. retired. We can we can cover that. They've yeah. said that they're keeping pace. <laughs> Just for for all our listeners that can't see, everyone's kind of making a similar uh, grimace face, a grimace, yeah. Which is all Ryan Pace should be afforded. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm bummed about it. Aside Just from Trubisky, he's drafted. He's drafted like really well. Aside from Trubisky, but the problem is Trubisky is all any of us can think about. David Montgomery. I can think of years. He's played well. Oh, has he though? Eddie Jackson, <laughs> Roquan Smith. Yeah. Yeah, defensively they've drafted very well. <laughs> Offensively they've drafted like shit. Cole Komet had a good season as well. Oh, sorry, without... yeah. Actually, no, you're right. Cole Komet played well. Come on, Komet. <laughs> Damn it, why did I find that so funny? It's, <laughs> it's, it's literally you. all I think about every time I see him. <laughs> come on, come at. Um yeah, I like I think there's a case to be made for giving Maggie a bit more kind of time with this. Obviously the quarterback situation's a bit of a shitter. So the the one thing I think of is that you can't you can't give all of them more rope. Like, some yeah. change has to be made, otherwise you are just committing to the stagnation yeah. of the seat of the team. Committing. What they've done. Oh, so. Kept everyone. You're, you're thinking uh, some kind of three-way elimination chamber. <laughs> <laughs> Three um, men, two contracts. <laughs> I think that might be a bit generous, but, you know. Three men, no contracts. <laughs> <laughs> Fight to the death. Three men, no contracts, no dignity. <laughs> they've kept Pace, they've kept Nagy. Yeah, but do they keep Trubisky? Yeah, well, they, I don't think they're going to get rid, are they? Well, his contract's up. Yeah. I. So it's I, whether they choose to offer him an extension. Yeah, they've still got Foles. Who, I know, mean, I, I think we should get Deshaun Watson, but... 
I mean, I'm sure a lot of people think they should get Deshaun Watson. <laughs> <laughs> what, as some kind of compensation for not having an offense? No, no, I mean, I think we should at least go for it. That's okay. what I mean. We should be given a pity one. <laughs> I mean, we should be given the guy we should have drafted in 2016, <laughs> damn it. Please, sir, a prodigious quarterback candidate. <laughs> I mean, frankly, after all that we've been through, yes, we are most deserving. <laughs> Please, uh, we put a Midland NFC North team. <laughs> we can't do it on our own. <laughs> going into transition. I had to burn Mr. Trubisky's contract to keep us all warm. <laughs> oh, God. Why are you making us sound like something out of Charles Dickens? <laughs> <laughs> because they're pitiful. Yeah. No, they're not. I mean, what I would say is they have the opportunity to not be pitiful as long as they make the right moves this offseason. That implies that they are pitiful now. No, what what I mean is, you know, if you if you fuck it up once, then that's a mistake. <laughs> if you fuck it up twice, like if you extend all these guys because they've all of their contracts expired this season, so you've had to you've had to both extend uh, Nagy and Pace. If they already have. If yeah, they that's fuck what it up I'm saying. Once, yeah. I fire them. Shame on me. If they fuck <laughs> it up twice, then I fire them. Shame on and me also. Shame on me also. When they fuck it up for quite some time and insist on sticking with a quarterback like Mitch Trubisky and not really doing anything to help themselves. Well, I think we have to go, go for it. I mean, even like, yeah, I think everybody's saying that we're going to go for it and try and get a good QB. Yeah. But there's Maybe. not really anyone in this year's draft class that's like stand out that good that everybody's talking about, they said. There's like I mean, five guys. Yeah, I don't think well, there's anyone that could be picked up. Like, we should go for Watson instead. Go for Andy I think, Dalton. I think... Oh <laughs> I think that where... What, I think what you mean, Emma, is like where you'd be picking. Yeah, there's not going to be anyone for us. What is it? I, I, is it twenty-one? Like, twenty-seven, I think. It's, no, it's, it's definitely not twenty-seven. Yeah. Hold on, because yeah, the Steelers have twenty-four, don't they? Yeah, yeah I think so it might be twenty-three. 23? Yeah, something like that. I think so. Um, um, yeah. What can you say about the Chicago Bears? This is this is why actually going to the playoffs may have been bad for Washington because they would have got like a. Yeah, twelfth like round pick. Uh, sorry, twelfth pick. But now they've got like twenty sixth. Yeah, yeah. The, um, I mean, you never know. Before everything shakes out, you might end up with James Hart, the basketball player, the yes, guy who's I mean, just gone to the net. <laughs> We're pick twenty. I mean, if the uh-huh. Bulls had ended up picking up fucking James Harden, then I'd, I'd have been happy. I'm the only resident basketball fan here. Really, you would have wanted him at the Bulls. James Harden at the Bulls with like Zach Levine in the backcourt would have been perfect. I mean, I don't think I don't think the Nets are gonna. Honestly, you could be speaking benefit that time. much from it. Shall we just start naming just random people? Hakeem Olajuwon, <laughs> well, John Ky- Stockton. Kyrie's like nowhere to be seen. That's true. He's too busy burning sages in the uh, in the mountains of Tibet. Yeah, and uh, you know you don't know if he's gonna with Christian Hackenberg. <laughs> gel with Durant yet? Yeah. Well, yeah. I think it's gonna absolutely blow up in their face. 
Well, it's definitely not going to... Sorry, we've just hijacked this NFL podcast to talk about the Brooklyn Nets for a quick second. <laughs> Spencer Dinwiddie's hey, ACL injury is going to be a bastard for them. It's preferable to submerging myself for one more second in the miasma of the Chicago Bears. Should we get back to football and then me and Sam Everyone's been can... a bit harsh on a team that like, <laughs> yeah. fucking got into the playoffs. I didn't, yeah, I didn't realise you, realize you were a, a basketball fan, Sam. Oh, I'm not. I read one article. Nice. That's <laughs> anyway, that's how it's fine hey. with an American football star. You should start yeah. a, an yeah. NBA podcast. <laughs> you should you should ask me to start an NBA podcast. I'll feel too weird about it to say no, and then it'll. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, that's that's funny though because I've 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 been asked a few times whether or not I want to start one, and I can't commit to <laughs> starting an NBA podcast. Oh, just, just dive in. You know, put in very minimal effort for a good long while. It's hard to put entirely. in. No, but the thing is, it's hard to put a minimal effort in with the NBA because there's a game every single day. There's yeah. many games every day. Yeah, it's like baseball. I just don't have the capacity to. Yeah, I can pay I just... attention to one team. I just can't commit either. <laughs> anyway. Football related. Urban Meyer has been appointed as the head coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars today. It's his first NFL job. He's also Hmm. very old and apparently retired two years ago. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome in Jacksonville. He's a college guy then. Yeah. Yeah. I don't I don't know too much about Urban Meyer actually. I know that his name's silly. It is pretty silly. (laughs) Um someone paint me a picture of him as a as a coach. The only things that I've heard of with my limited college football knowledge is that he's one of the few guys that tried to bribe his players against NCAA's rulings and that's why he may have been successful because people wanted to go play for the team that got paid. Well, you know what? Yeah, God forbid you actually get paid to be part of a fucking multi-billion pound industry. Yeah, I'm not I'm not fucking production is profitable and it clearly is profitable for NCAA owners but mm-hmm. not for the players. Pay them, you bastards. I mean, his name, he's actually Urban Meyer the third. Oh, Gross. I don't like that. Because before that, he sounded like a Honda. So him and like <laughs> Gardner Minshew can be uh, the name friends. Got you, Tom. I've got you. I've got you tickled. You tickled me anyway. I, I There was no... What? <laughs> I, just saw you, I just saw you carry on chuckling. <laughs> um, oh. Yeah. How How do we think this will affect the Jacksonville Jaguars' fortunes. I don't think it'll change much. He won three national championships, and uh, he was like a college coach for nearly two decades, and he went 187 to 32. But then, I mean, if you're the only one bribing your players, I don't know how impressive that is. You know what? If you don't bribe your players, then you fucking should. Yeah. So we're not holding it against them that he broke NCAA rules because they because no, the players no, we're, no we're holding it against the NCAA yeah but I, I, yeah I'm, I'm, I'm gonna hold that. it against his coaching record because yeah, if you are that, the only one paying yes. players then people will perform for then that's you. a significant disparity yeah but if he's the only one with the fucking gumption oh, yeah. to to slip his players a, a sneaky little you know Mister Lincoln then. <laughs> And sneaky Jefferson or two. Uh, Any other have... hirings and firings? 
my, more like Meyer enemies. Well, the, I mean, there's a corresponding move, which means that Jacksonville got rid of Doug Marone. Yeah, yeah. That, that's a thing. I mean, he went 1 in 15. It's not that shocking. No, I'm not suggesting it's shocking that he went, but I'm suggesting it's shocking that he was never... Like, his his performance in Jacksonville was so unremarkable that I think I'll have forgotten Doug... Pe- like, see? Like, I feel like I'll have forgotten Doug Marone. <laughs> I feel like Ed sometimes says things where he either doesn't entirely think about what he's going to say before he says it, or just says something wrong... And then instead of just saying the other thing, just <laughs> like puts out a 30 second explanation of why he was actually right. <laughs> You're mean. <laughs> um, Some other hirings happen. Mean but honest. Unless we are we yeah, are we done with So the the other pieces of character enough. coaching turnover that I can see on uh definitely not Adam Schefter's Twitter profile. Because that's definitely where I've not just found all of the information. <laughs> Shout out to big boy Adam Schefter. Met him outside Hansfield. Um, Brad Holmes has been appointed as the Lions uh, general manager. He was the director of college scouting for LA. So which, he's... Which, that's a good pickup, actually, because yeah. the Rams have scouted well, even if they Drafted. fucking paid dreadful. Yeah. Like, Les Need is the problem in, in LA. It's oh, not got anything God. to do with awful name as well is there a worse name les sneed (laughs) he sounds like a union buster sounds like a pedo that's what he sounds like because he's enjoying a dog (laughs) (laughs) burn baby burn burn that mother down um just having a look through to see whether or not there is any other coaching turnover there's there's talk of uh the Falcons appointing uh, Terry Fontenot or Fontenot. I don't know how to pronounce his surname. <laughs> Terry Fontenot. Terry Fontenot <laughs> as, as general manager. Waste not Fontenot. Who is it? Because we didn't we didn't talk the Dan Quinn hiring. Uh, was it? Wait. Sam appears to not be with us. Terry Fontenot. Finest whippets bred north of Umber. <laughs> Keep going with this while I try and find more information. Vidian <laughs> <laughs> oh, fancy are extraordinary. <laughs> <laughs> my um, my granddad, my mum's dad, was featured in Pigeon Fancier magazine a grand total of, I think, like. 35 times. Is he the only person that's ever petitioned to be in Pigeon Fancier magazine? <laughs> there is. There's a, there's a trophy it's named from Bay Call Show. Yeah, there's, I've heard that there's a cult, cult following. Yeah, there's a... He wants, like... <laughs> just stopped pig- at cult, I think. Or, like, and one of the, like, big Italian fashion designers. And I can't remember who it was. He once flew a pigeon through the smallest flaming hoop you've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, maybe I have I have finally found the pieces of news that I wanted that we we can touch I don't know if we're anywhere near the the postcode of the NFL right now are we done with pigeon news (laughs) Ed seems to have left the building he's had to mute himself gone without me (laughs) (laughs) 
mean, I could probably talk about some fancy pigeons. <laughs> I've seen. Oh, you won't believe how fancy some of the pigeons I've seen are. <laughs> pigeons with with Sam. Did you tell everyone about your dad winning a prize, Ed? Um, did we tell the listeners about my dad's my dad winning the prize? I think that actually, that podcast actually we, might have been just me and Tom. If, if we're going on like impressive family. <laughs> Oh yeah, my dad's got a um, a certificate through the post recently that said that he was the number one purchaser of tin sardines from Sainsbury's Chesterfield. <laughs> oh, this <laughs> was you funny. mentioned it in uh, in Messenger, but you never actually delayed it, uh, relayed it yeah. onto the pod. Oh, congratulations to Adrian! Yeah, yeah. number one. Yeah, we would send you all of Chesterfield. Yeah, we would send you some sardines, but I'm sure you have enough. <laughs> <laughs> The picture of him on a throne of tins. Can I quickly wrap up the rest of the news so that... <laughs> yeah, yeah, hit, yeah. Us with, hit us with some Dan Quinn. Dan Quinn has been uh, appointed as the new Dallas Cowboys defensive coordinator. Uh, George Patton has now been appointed the new uh, Denver Broncos GM. Um, and the only other piece of coaching hirings or firing... Oh, sorry. Gus Bradley has been appointed as defensive coordinator of the uh, of the Las Vegas Raiders. They announced this by putting a picture of the wrong man on. Ken uh, Wisenhunt. Yeah. Oh, they, yeah. Didn't, they didn't post Gus <laughs> Bradley, <laughs> Bradley, they posted Ken Wisenhunt. So good job, <laughs> uh, Los Angeles. Um, there's a lot Los of Angeles, like. Las Vegas. Yeah, apologies. Sorry, it's like. See, it's eight... quite easy to get something wrong, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> no, but. Why Tom are you dying on this in... hill? Tom was then immediately <laughs> like, oh, actually, Las Vegas. You would have been like. Um, actually, uh, they uh, were the Los the Angeles Raiders in, the, in, the, in 1992, actually. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we, for, if, if we ever, like, don't have time to record an episode, can we just release a like compilation of Ed getting bodied? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. that would take more work than just sitting in front of microphones and recording a new thing. Yeah, I mean, I, if that's it's well it known means. that I'm the, I'm the like sideshow Mel of this podcast. <laughs> Ambrosia. <laughs> 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 for that reason alone <laughs> it's, it's an interesting dynamic it, you know someone has to be the whipping boy yeah yeah but you get to turn it off what ed yeah you just mute oh. it end of zoom oh yeah emma just has to close her laptop and lock her for night oh <laughs> <laughs> she looks at the ring on her finger and she's like Curses. <laughs> <laughs> 365 days a year. All of them inside. Um, Wait, Tom, we've not talked about the big one for you. Oh, Randy's that was, gone. Yeah, that was the last piece of actual coaching news. Um, Randy Feekner has been released. His contract ran out because in typical Steelers way, we never fire anyone. We just let <laughs> we just let their contract go out, and just then we don't extend die. them. Yeah. So. Are you happy? Yeah. I mean, I've been calling for Randy Finkner to be fired from week Thoughts. one of last season. So, yes. Thoughts and <laughs> prayers to the to the Feekmeister. Mm-hmm. We hope you <laughs> land on your feet. No doubt we'll appoint some other random red he- uh, redneck with a crappy grey goatee. I'll get pissed off at him for two years and then he'll end up leaving. Rinse and repeat with the Steelers' offensive uh, coordinator core. Let's go. 
<laughs> you seem really pumped. <laughs> no, I'm I'm happy that he's gone, but like at the same time, we need to actually appoint someone good this time now. Yeah. Do you they, think Ben's gonna go? Yes. Need, well, yeah. that's the he's thing. gonna retire. Did they you need... see him fucking crying at the end of that game? Yeah. Yeah, I did. There was uh, there was mic'd up after the game, and and they caught the moment of him and Pouncey sat next to each other, and he said like. I only came back for you, brother, and like he was talking to Pouncy, and Pouncy's rumored to be retiring, so it might be the case that both of them go He's out. He's already at the same announced time. it, hasn't he? Yeah, no, Pouncy's Pouncy is. I thought Pouncy had announced it's it. It's not been announced yet, but it's highly speculated <laughs> that he will be. It's been reported oh, okay. by like Jerry Dulac of Pittsburgh. Do you, do you think that sports. I can sell the head headline? Pouncy announcey. <laughs> Bouncy and bouncy, we bouncy. <laughs> How much do you think the New York Post would pay for that? Maybe four, maybe four dollars and a handful of yeah. jelly beans. They'd probably yeah. pay me like a, a, a crisp twenty just to stop like email. Yeah. They'll just put it on the fridge. <laughs> what they're actually want, what they're actually looking for is pictures of Spider Man. <laughs> it's really easy to break Ed. I just need to put on the voice of someone that's got a slightly gravelly voice, and he's like, "It's such a good impression. <laughs> You've done then, it so well." Ed thinks that his own his own Attenborough impression is good. My so. own Attenborough impression oh, is good. It's not. Can we? <laughs> okay, this isn't an issue with you. Every single person has a bad Attenborough impression. Yeah, Attenborough is famously quite difficult to do right because you do the bare minimum and then just stick with it. Yeah. I know. I know you want to do it. Don't. <laughs> I'm fine. It's the same as like Robert De Niro. Uh, Steve Buscemi gets it. What? Uh, what are the Christopher Walken, you do the bare that. minimum oh, yeah, like of, Walken. you do the bare minimum no, impression. Like, yeah, Christopher Walken makes like a sketch artist of us all. Everyone suddenly thinks they yeah. can do improv comedy. Christopher Walken's <laughs> like a, a nuanced accent to pull off. Now who's going to break the fucking, <laughs> who's going to break it? Who's doing it? Who's I'd ending like off the Emma give us a go. Oh, do- absolutely yeah. not. <laughs> Sign off as Christopher, Emma. Yeah. <laughs> I can't. I know that I can't. So not only sign us off. How bad it actually is. Don't just sign us off for this episode, but when you do this impression, you'll be signing us off forever, so... <laughs> 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 It'll be the death of the Stipple Bullet podcast. <laughs> Lights are going out across the Stipple Bullet podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Was that your Attenborough again? No, that was not my Attenborough. <laughs> I knew I could get him. You... That was such an easy bait. No, his Attenborough is always about a leaf. Every time. <laughs> <laughs> I drew all going, didn't I? It's like, it's like watching a rat in a maze when it comes to a dead end. When have you put Tom in a maze? Oh... Wow! Out. <laughs> wow! Okay. Just because I, I called think... you Rattenborough shit. <laughs> Rattenborough. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. We need to. We need to actually sign this bad boy off seriously. Uh, yeah, we um, would we? We need like. Okay, a... I think we need like a triple threat. You all three need to do walk in De Niro and <laughs> and Attenborough. 
to I, sign I don't off. Think I can really do a De Niro. I've Nobody seen... can, Tom. <laughs> Sam, that's the point. Nobody... That is kind of the point you we see, have just been you making. You see two white men and you assume that we're interchangeable. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm I'm assuming that you're not and that it's gonna be terrible. And I in can't fairness, wait. In terms of impressions, pretty much every white bloke is interchangeable. <laughs> uh, I didn't want to spend we too long. We all can on and that can't be... do anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't I don't think I could do a De Niro. I I'm not do seen a Graham Norton. No, no. Well, Graham Norton's quite difficult, I reckon. Everyone is. Yeah. All right, just g- give us Burnley well, Lancashire. Firing... Just a man from Burnley. In... <laughs> it's just know. his impression of me. In terms of firing news, we've not covered uh, that Donald Trump's been kind of fired. From yeah, but he got he got fired like two years ago, and it didn't really pair off with anything. And we covered the election. I feel like there's not really much more Donald Trump has been sacked news that we could really cover. Mm. Open I mean, he's been sacked people. by the internet. He got Did blocked we... on Pinterest. He can no longer make <laughs> aesthetic pinboards, Tom. <laughs> All right, in which case, fair enough. Carry on. Uh, Very we... serious. Did we discuss Bill Belichick declining the presidential medal of freedom? We did, Yeah. Yeah. Oh, was that yeah. just on the chat? I think it might have just been on the chat. We but talked I about it on the right. chat, but we yeah. didn't talk about We well, couldn't decide it whether it was like working. the it's bare minimum for, like, was it the bare minimum for a white man or. The bar is so incredibly low for an NFL related personnel. Bill yeah. Belichick doesn't give a shit about anything, but he's cozied up to Donald Trump before, but even him and his, like, you know, utter contempt for the media understands how like bad it would have been. Yeah. So like anyone, even would've... Bill, could not accept. That. I mean, he was going to up until yeah. the whole terrorist thing. Even you, you old fuck. <laughs> Terrorism's too far for Bill. If you... yes, okay, that's I the line. A, I have a hypothetical for you. Okay. If someone was giving you some kind of like big award. I'm trying to think of something like an OBE. Isn't... Well, be the yeah, equivalent. but I wouldn't. Yeah, add, for me, add... can it be a Pulitzer for my uh... outstanding journalism? Okay, let's say for, for this podcast. Yeah, we we can be we okay, can be yeah. in line for a Pulitzer. God, we, and, we have lofty Tom, dreams. You and Tom are up for Pulitzers. Pulitzers. Tony Pulitzers. Tony Pulitzers. The award is a bronze cap. What, like, if you were being offered a prestigious award, what is the greatest kind of, what's the worst thing that could have happened where you'd still accept that award? I mean, you you asked... It depends on the context of the award, because, like, a lot of people decline... Yeah, a lot of people decline OBEs because of what the British Empire actually represented. Because the Queen's Empire. So would slavery Emma, is probably up. <laughs> wouldn't. What, what would Emma not accept a Latin Grammy for? <laughs> I, hey, there's nothing I wouldn't accept a Latin Grammy for. <laughs> Tom at the Soul Train Awards. <laughs> <laughs> Getting a mobo. <laughs> You're all naming things at me, and I've got no idea what really <laughs> any of them are, except the Grammys. 
I think I can mute all of you and listen to a video about how to pronounce Pulitzer. (laughs) You pronounce it Pulitzer. I don't trust any of you. You pronounce it Pulitzer. Look, we're not saying Pulitzer, are we? We're saying Pulitzer. (laughs) I don't know. It sounds. We'll all be quiet. You play the translation. Okay. It's a 35 second long video. Okay. It'll just repeat it a few times. This is great podcast time. Leave it in, Sam. Please leave this dead space in. <laughs> just so that everyone knows just how painful this whole experience is for everyone and just involved. How long, just how long it's taken you to just press play. There and was it, an ad. And hear the term Pulitzer. I mean, it did say Pulitzer, but I don't like it. I don't like how it... I don't like the mouth feel. <laughs> oh, Are you going to play it? It's displeasing. Oh, I already did. It only comes through my headphones. Oh, for fuck's sake. Sorry. <laughs> Can I just yeah? Can I request that this season <laughs> comes to an end already, so that I, okay. I can have an off season away from <laughs> Sam trying to learn the word Pulitzer. <laughs> I don't for a Pulitzer anything to do with like discrimination of any kind. Oh, I wouldn't accept answer. it. Guess you're not accepting an Oscar, Grammy, or. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> really, any other kind of yeah, award in the it's media? Like a gold star. No, I mean like school. it's so hard to answer. I mean, like I wouldn't have accepted a Medal of Freedom from Donald Trump. I wouldn't accept anything from the Queen, but I would accept an award from that Swedish general penguin. Oh yeah, what? I think I know exactly what he means. And yeah. my response is, I wouldn't accept an award from the Queen so... in, as her in her official capacity as the Queen, but as like as Liz, I'd totally, I'd totally accept well, an award. You, from you, her. you can't just have like Liz's award for best <laughs> cool guy. <laughs> <laughs> I can, and it's mine. No, I think like you know, her grandchildren have probably won that. Not you. One of them had to deal with, well, two of them had to deal with the Queen killing their mum. Yeah. One of them, you know. What a healthy family that is. Yeah, there's a there's a King Penguin at Edinburgh Zoo that's knighted you know, by the... Princess Diana aside, can we just remember that the royal family is currently still trying to cover up a paedophile? Yeah. Yeah, After they're doing a very up. successful job. Yeah. I'm trying to give Brigadier Sir Nils Olaf III his due. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Sam. You were saying knighted penguin. Go. Um, I mean, that's about it. Yeah, that's, that's the long and short of it. <laughs> right. Shall, yeah, we, no, shall I... we say bye to the listeners and tell them thank you for listening to this? Yes, thank this. you so much. If you made it through this, if you made it through this, contact Tom on Twitter. Say, I made it through this, and he'll send you a little video of him dancing with his dog. It's like you threw a all right, yeah. <laughs> If you do tweet, I made it through this, in response to the tweet that I'm going to post, which will be at, at StiffLipPod on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, you can also check out the post on Instagram and Facebook. You don't have to really care. You can also check out any articles that me, Ed, or any of the Gridiron Extra guys write over at HTTPS colon forward slash forward slash www.gridironextra-the.com. 
and Minus I'm sure the they'll appreciate what it. What if someone's been like searching this whole time, like www.gridironextrawithouttheE.com? <laughs> then there is no helping them. I'm sorry, but that's where natural selection comes in, and they don't deserve to read the articles. <laughs>